What is up, everybody? We're back. This is the Ultimate Unofficial VeggieTales podcast, and I have quite a lot to discuss today. Uh, rewatching the first few seasons of VeggieTales in the house. You know, I only ever like watched the first seasons when it came out. Like, I think the first two, maybe. And so now I just kind of started from the beginning. I'm going all the way through, I'm midway through season three. And there are a lot of original characters in this show. I don't know if it's a good thing or not. It's definitely not a good thing when they focus all of those characters. But I, I want to rank those characters, okay? Or at least a handful of them, because there are so many. I took maybe five or ten different characters, and I'm going to rank them from, you know, the characters that fit most in the VeggieTales franchise to the characters that fit the least, be it design, be it voice, be it character animation, be it character development, whatever it may be, we'll be discussing that. Plus, VeggieTales Official has been giving us some very strange content for a very long time. I think most fans are aware of this, and it's definitely something worth discussing. And then I'll be reviewing Madame Blueberry, so stay tuned. So VeggieTales in the House had a lot of original characters, and rather that's a good thing or a bad thing is really just up to the discernment of the viewer. For me, it's okay unless they start focusing the episodes around those characters, and then it just feels like a completely different series and not even remotely like VeggieTales. Um, and I've taken nine characters from the series who I want to rank. Uh, from worst character, you know, like worst being least fitting in the show, character design doesn't even look remotely like VeggieTales, personality doesn't work, to the best character who feels like they could still be in VeggieTales, you know, like like they could have carried this character over into normal VeggieTales and it would have worked. I mean, they did that with Cauliflower, but you know, you know what I'm saying. So I had tried to just do this as I was recording the show and it sounded terrible because I had no clue what I was talking about, so I... But just turned off the show and went to a Google document and type, typed it out, typed my ranking out. But I'll, I'll discuss it a little more in depth. So number nine would be Silly P. Uh, his character design doesn't work with the show even remotely. He, I don't even think he has a voice. He just makes like kazoo noises. He's creepy as heck. He shows up just randomly. He has no important role in the series whatsoever and he's just annoying. So not, not a fan of that character. He, they could have done without him. Uh, Tiny P, number eight, his voice is jarring and unbearable to listen to. Um, I mean, the voice actors, unbelievably talented. They're great at what they do, and they've done a lot of amazing voice acting. But Tiny P's voice is just so hard to listen to. I'm sorry, just, it sounds auto-tuned and tinny, and it just makes me want to clear my throat. Very scratchy. Not not like a normal Veggie Kid character, you know. I, I think they should have just carried Percy over. Like, why have a new character when they could have just put Percy in its place. They had Phil Vischer to do the voicing. That would have been cool. Uh, number seven was uh, Tina Cellarina. Her character design looks good. Her personality is okay. It's really just the... Um, it's really just the, the voice that bugs me. It's way too high-pitched. Like Laura and the VeggieTales show is way too high-pitched. Tina Cellarina's voice is just kind of hard to listen to. But Dress McNeil's... Amazing. She does a great job of voicing her characters. It's just this one character. It doesn't work. Number six is... Sorry, too close to the mic. Number six is Bo Rockley. Uh, his character... You know, the voice is okay, but it can be annoying at times. It's kind of just a typical cartoon, you know, big shot cartoon voice. Uh, his character design's okay. I definitely feel like Guy Broccoli in the VeggieTales show... Okay, came from this character, you know, a bit of a, a bit of a variation of this character. Um, his design's okay. I don't understand the pointy nose. Doesn't doesn't work for Veggie Tales the way they made his nose look. Personality's okay. I mean, 
I think if they gave him the original design and got rid of that creepy nose, you know, it's like a, it looks like it's half animated, you know, it's just like a sphere stuck into his, not a sphere, you know what I'm saying, it's just stuck into his face, it doesn't look right. So I, I feel like he could have fit into the original series if they just redesigned him. And they kind of did, you know, Guy Broccoli was basically Bo Rockley from VeggieTales in the House. He had the same shirt and everything, basically. Um, and then he was a big shot and he had his own show and all that. So I'm, I'm 99% sure they're kind of based, you know, they're, they're kind of meant to be the main, I think they're kind of meant to be the same character. I'm not entirely sure. I can't speak for that, but they've, they've at least got to be inspired off of each other. Uh, number five is Mr. P not crazy about them making the pupils different sizes. And I don't really like when they just have a mustache move and no mouth. It just feels lazy, but his character's funny and he definitely would have fit into the normal series. His voice is good, too. Rob Paulson's awesome. Uh, Tom Salariak is number four. Very strange character design. Somehow it works. Definitely wouldn't have worked in the normal VeggieTales series. I don't know how they could... Um, I'm trying to think of how they could take this character and make him fit the classic VeggieTales design. I think that would be tough to do. But they could do it. He's, he's funny. I like him. Uh, Bacon Bill is number three. Uh, surprisingly, people you know normally hate on Bacon Bill because he's... he's bacon and this is VeggieTales and it doesn't make any sense just the idea of him being bacon and VeggieTales is it's see it's kind of like if, if it was like a kitchen appliance or something whatever you know but he's literally meat and so he used to be a pig right and so it's just kind of disturbing it's like a pig they killed a pig they cut off a slice of meat from that pig and now that slice of meat is alive like when you when you overanalyze it it, it doesn't work it's pretty sick but his character is very funny. He's like a, he, he's a good, not a balance to Larry. Bob's, Bob's a balance to Larry. But Bacon Bill's a good, um, extra Larry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if they already have Larry in the scene and they need another crazy character, take Bacon Bill. And there weren't very many episodes focusing all around Bacon Bill. They kind of kept him a side character and that made him funnier. Uh, Rob Paulson did a great job voicing him. Callie Flower would be two. Not crazy about her voice in VeggieTales in the house. It just sounds exactly like the junior from VeggieTales in the house. Uh, Tress McNeil's great at what she does, once again. Just, you know, Callie Flower in VeggieTales in the house was not my favorite. But the way they transformed her into the VeggieTales show, Callie Flower, and you know, that just worked so well. I, you gotta give some respect to this character, if, if nothing else, just for the way they fixed her up. If they had not put her in the VeggieTales show and redesigned her the way they did... I think she would have been further back on the list, but just the fact that they were able to utilize her for another series, uh, I think gives her a higher ranking, because she, she was obviously an effective character, and her design's really good. They needed a cauliflower character. And the number one VeggieTales in the house slash VeggieTales in the city character is Ikebezer. Definitely my favorite. Uh, I would have loved to see him and Mr. Nesser meet in the actual series. I, I think, I don't know if it was Seaman Flip, or I think it was Liam Tahini, maybe... I'm going to look that up so I can properly credit them. Um, but there is a version of him in the classic style that somebody created on Divine Art, Divine Art, whatever. Yeah, Liam, Liam Tahini. Um, and I think that would have worked. His character's really funny. Um, his personality's great. It just, it fits with classic VeggieTales. And I, I think it would have been great to, to have him in the actual series. Like, everything about his character is, is like, it's likable, it's, they, they make him an unlikable character on purpose, or at least they try to, but I still think he's very likable, so, you know, that, that's just me. I know a lot of people didn't like Akebezer, but I, I like Akebezer a lot, and I would have loved to see him back in the, back in the classic series. 
I would have liked that to, to continue. For me, he might be like, you know, the rest of the characters on this ranking don't really work with the VeggieTales series, and I'm just ranking them on how much they don't work or how much they do work. Um, but, you know, I I think Ikebezer works in any VeggieTales series, and I really would have liked to see him... I would, have, I would have liked to see him come back in the VeggieTales show, especially since we know that he can have a, a classic design, and he looks good in a classic design. He basically just looks like Mr. Nezer with a different shirt and a bigger nose when you put him in the classic design. So that might have been confusing. He basically is Mr. Nezer, you know. But I, I guess that's more up to the fans to decide if they think Ikebezer is Mr. Nezer or not. I get why they couldn't carry him on in the series, because he is basically Mr. Nezer, and that would be pretty confusing. But I like his character. I like it a lot, and I'd, I'd like to see him come back in the future. But if he doesn't come back, I, I think we can kind of assume he is Mr. Nezer, right? He's got the same eyebrows, same side hair, uh, same structure, uh, same type of shirt. He's he's the, the design is like I read somewhere I think it was Big Idea Wiki that he was originally supposed to be Mr. Nezer, and then they gave him a different name because the design was so different. But I kind of I kind of think it works, you know. I kind of think it just looks like a VeggieTales Netflix Mr. Nezer design. Like you could say the same thing about Archibald. His design was so vastly different. So in my opinion, he kind of is Mr. Nezer. Um, I know a lot of people disagree with me there, but he's he's definitely my number one favorite VeggieTales in the house um, original character. Original character on the aspect of him not being Mr. Nezer, but I, you know, once again, he, he kind of is. Okay, so VeggieTales official, what is up? I think a lot of fans have already noticed this, but it's not making any sense what they're doing anymore. So currently they're basically... Um, they're basically just uploading the same videos over and over, right? Like, on loop, basically. Um, but they give them a different title and different thumbnail. You know, it's just the exact same video. The audio is just really weird. Like, it sounds like VHS camcorded audio. It, it doesn't sound good at all. Um, there's actually one video on their channel from a few years ago, which is just an hour of just poorly edited content. The screen goes red at one point. I'm going to look it up. I think it's called Hairbrush Song. It's like a collection with the hairbrush song. Um, let me just go to their channel and see if I can find it. This might be it right here. Yep, I think this is it. They just took a bunch of like half segments from VeggieTales episodes and full episodes and seconds of episodes and just spliced it all together in this poorly edited two hours of content. I don't understand why. VeggieTales official, like, <clears throat> excuse me, VeggieTales official when it started out was making great content. Then it went downhill and started, like, making kind of bad content. And then it kind of got a little bit better and they started actually making thumbnails for their videos and it actually started making a little bit more sense. And then they went all the way back down again and just, you know, whatever they were doing right, they, they stopped doing. And that, I think, actually, like, last year they were doing okay. And then they started doing these uh, silly song live streams where they weren't even silly songs. They just take like random VeggieTales songs. They had all the songs from Mary Larry. They just basically, they upload these videos like all the songs from Mary Larry or all the songs from Rack Shack and Benny or all the songs from Very Silly Songs or whatever. And they take these videos and they put them up and then they'll just like grab all these videos off their channel and put them in a live stream. And all in all, it's only like 30 minutes of content. And they'll just air on loop for like two weeks. Like, these 30 minutes of VeggieTales 
aired on loop for two weeks. And somehow that keeps people on. I don't know. I mean, every time I check in, there are a lot of people on the live stream. But it's just the same stuff over and over and over again. There's no live chat. There's nothing. I don't understand it. And then they'll... I, I guess it's probably about an hour. Because um, then they'll take the hour-long compilation and just upload that once the live stream ends. And it's just... It's not impressive. I don't I don't understand, honestly. And I've got full support for VeggieTales. I just... I It's not Phil Vischer and Mike Naraki and Big Idea who's running the channel. It's, you know... Whoever's running the channel, I guess, is just neglecting the fact that there is a thriving fandom of people who love this series. And VeggieTales Official is just doing some weird stuff that doesn't doesn't make any sense. Uploading old trailers, uh, like, five times in a row. Um, putting the wrong logos, like, Larry Boy uh, and the Bad Apple is not Larry Boy the Cartoon Adventures. You know, some mislabeling things. Um, like, I'm, I'm scrolling back on here. They uploaded... The trailer to Noah's Ark twice. The trailer to VeggieTales in the House five times in one day. And this was four months ago. VeggieTales in the House has been out forever. So I, I'm not sure what they're doing with this channel. But it's just... It's disappointing. And then you scroll back here. Like Larry Boy and the Bad Apple has Larry Boy the Cartoon Adventures written on it. And you scroll back far enough. You'll see clips from Larry Boy the Cartoon Adventures. Back when they were actually um, doing some, some decent content. Yeah, you know, you get like a clip from Lego My Ego, a clip from, or Ego, sorry, a clip from Angry Eyebrows, and these just have the VeggieTales logo. They're not calling the Larry Bird Cartoon Adventures the Larry Bird Cartoon Adventures, and they're calling VeggieTales the Larry Bird Cartoon Adventures. It's just, I don't know if the people who run the channel don't know anything about the franchise or what, but I'm getting, I'm getting that sense. The highlight of this channel is when they upload clips from the VeggieTales show. The quality's always really good. Uh, they, they share a fair amount of it. You can't find the VeggieTales show anywhere on YouTube by fans because it always gets blocked. Um, but 12 days ago, they uploaded uh, 14 minutes of Forgiveness Brings the Fixing. I'm scrolling back around Christmas time. They did Bob and Larry prepare for their first Christmas show from the best Christmas gift, which is 12 minutes. And then way back here, uh, like way back here, they have Tooth Sweater. That was 10 months ago, actually. And whenever they actually post clips from the VeggieTales show, it's it's pretty nice. But normally they're just posting weird edited stuff from um, from the classic series. And every now and then you get a full episode on here too. Like I think they put Mo and the Big Exit up the other day, which was kind of nice. Maybe not the full episode, but like an edited down version of the full episode. They give you stuff like that every now and then. And every now and then they'll give you something good on this channel. But most often I think they're just like re-uploading stuff. And I, I don't think they're entirely sure as to what they're doing. The audio, I know I've shown you all the audio before, it's just strange. But, like, I scroll through their channel, and they've got good content here. It just has to be executed better. Like, they've got the ideas, they just need to execute the ideas. And I don't understand why they upload the same things over and over. Like, they've got Beauty and the Beat behind the scenes a year ago, they uploaded that. Why? They've got Larry is in a music group uploaded a year ago, which is just, like, Boys in the Sink songs or something. They've got Lego My Ego right here. Five minutes of Lego My Ego. And it's labeled 321 Penguins. Like, I'm so confused. It is Larry Boy the Cartoon Adventures. If nothing else, it's VeggieTales. Why do they label this 321 Penguins? Like, obviously they're not thinking about what they're doing. The descriptions to their videos, like they, the VeggieTales Remix videos, they had already put the VeggieTales Remix logo there. And then they just put the VeggieTales logo over it, and it doesn't make any sense now. Um, I'm scrolling through here. I think it was a Flibberaloo video from a few months ago. 
uh, back at the beginning of this year, if I can find it. Um, yeah, then they did their um, Halloween. VeggieTales says Halloween. You don't need to be afraid of monsters instead of God is bigger, which is just, no. Um, it's not a silly song. It's a lesson song. So they kind of just upload whatever at this point. Um, Stewart gets a chance to have the life he always wanted. Meaningful life. That was two months ago. Uh, it's a Christmas special. I don't know. Yeah, I just watched it last night, actually, because I hadn't seen it in so long. But that's not, you know, relevant to whenever they uploaded that, February or something. Um, so they were a little late on that one. There we go, Flibberaloo. The description says, Bob tells the story of two rival cities named Flibberaloo and Jibberty Lot. Then they have this whole description. Larry the Cucumber is one of the main characters from VeggieTales. He's best friend with Bob, and they host a show together. Uh, Bob the Tomato is a host of VeggieTales alongside Larry, who is also his best friend. Junior Asparagus can be described as curious, courteous, and, well, green. He is young and kind, though he can be impatient and sometimes do things wrong, like when he wanted to end the show early so he could have his mother's cookies. He always assumes his way is right, although ultimately he learns later that he, is, uh, that he has taken advice from elders. Okay, he always assumes his way is right, although ultimately he learns later that he has taken advice from elders. Try to decipher that if you can. Archibald Asparagus is usually, usually depicted as a snooty, intolerable of nonsense, funny, or royal. Okay. He often plays as kings, geniuses, and author authority figures. I, I don't remember him ever playing a genius. He played a king, like, twice. Uh, and aside from the kings, I can't think of any authority figures. I think that's mostly Mr. Nezzer. As a VeggieTales in the house, he has also become mayor of the town. He apparently makes the French peas Jean-Claude and Philippe clean up garbage in the park, but never helps. And that's it. So apparently the only VeggieTales characters we need to know about are Bob, Larry, Jr., and Archibald. Completely random. I mean, you got Jimmy, you got Jerry, you got Mr. Lunt, you got Petunia, you got Madame Blueberry. They just give you these four characters, and they've been copying and pasting that exact same description forever. And then you scroll down here, and they... <coughs> excuse me. They still give you clips to VeggieTales in the city and in the house. It's like they've been using that same description for 10 years or something. Um, so I just don't know what's going up with their channel or what's going on with their channel. But I, w I would like to see it improve in the future. But the thing is, you know, fans are like, okay, I'm going to take all of VeggieTales content and I'm going to re-upload it even if it doesn't get claimed. Because VeggieTales official isn't doing that themselves. And I get it. I do get it. Um... They're trying to give fans a way to watch VeggieTales. The VeggieTales official isn't going to do it. But it's VeggieTales. You know, this belongs to them. It's their franchise. They have the right to make their channel look bad if they want to. I mean, parts of their channel look good. I just feel like it's a lack of effort. Um, but that's their right. You know, it's, it's their content. It's their channel. We can't steal that from them. The best we could do is make fan content and uh, definitely never try to make money off of it. And VeggieTales always has my full support. I just think there's a lot that they can do to make it look better. They just have to they just have to put the effort in to make the channel look good. You know, like their website looks pretty good. Um, by pretty good, I mean like well organized. The the stuff they're actually selling, you know, they, they could put some more merch in here as Larry Boy Fanatic was saying. Like when you go to toys, they have like Sunshine Flower Woodcart Playset with Petunia and Laura. I'd actually never seen this. Um, Laura mini notepad. They've got a couple league plushies. Like you scroll through here, there's some stuff. Wait, hang on. Game Wave DVD game letters app. Okay, that's not even Veggie Tales. 
Hang on a minute. What? Game Wave DVD Game Extra Remotes? They're selling things that aren't even VeggieTales. Do these go to some sort of VeggieTales product that they're selling on here? What? Pirate Movie Finger Puppet Theater Playset. Uh, does not come with finger puppets. That's nice. Okay, well, anyway, they could definitely update that. VeggieTales is a big franchise, and there are a lot of people who really love it. And it would be nice to see some more effort be put into that. But that's up to them. <clears throat> now, Madame Blueberry was a sad little berry. She lived by herself in a house in a tree. Her butlers would show up each morning at 9. They'd open the door to hear Madame whine. Welcome to my review of Madame Blueberry, VeggieTales episode 9 or 10. That would be 10 if you count the sing-along. That would be 9 if you don't. I'm counting the sing-alongs whenever I'm making these podcast episodes. So VeggieTales episode 10. Uh, this is the gosh 18th episode of my podcast. So I have done... Well, you know, obviously I do a lot of interviews, so that would explain why I don't have as many reviews. But, you know, here we are in episode 18, reviewing episode 10 of VeggieTales. That just, you know, having guests on the show's fun, and I normally don't have time for a uh, review in the end. So let's let's get talking. Uh, Madame Blueberry, gosh, the songs are good, the plot's good, the animation's spot on. Uh, the ending is kind of sad. You know, I, I don't know if I'd consider that a happy ending or not. It's more of a... It's more of a being content with an unhappy ending. It's more of like there's an unhappy ending, but the characters are content with the unhappy ending. So it's an unhappy, happy ending. If I may. Of course, the best part of the episode, if you need a window scraper or a gross of toilet paper or a racket set and pliers and surrounds and amplifiers and a solar cookie chopper or a pedigo for bopper flannel shirts for looking grungy or some rope for going bungee, the best part of the episode is the salesman rap, 100%. Like, hands down, maybe the best part of 90s VeggieTales in general. That is so quotable. And then you get the cheeseburger song. You know, Mr. Lunt, or Jerry Gord, I'm sorry, is in love with this cheeseburger. Which, everyone says Mr. Lunt's in love with it, but it's Jerry. Jerry's in love with this cheeseburger, and he decides that he wants to go get uh, food at Denny's. I, I don't know exactly. I, I think there was a VeggieTales channel that did a review on this, and they were like, it's, it's Mr. Lunt's affair with a half-priced breakfast at Denny's and once they said that I haven't been able to look at the song the same <laughs> that is one way to look at it though like Jerry Gord or Mr. Lunt they're dating the cheeseburger and then they go and date the half-priced meal at Denny's I, I don't think that was you know what I don't know what the intention of the song was but that's one way to look at it and it's a weird way to look at it but it's it's not wrong and then you got the whole stuff, stuff, mart, mart, where they're all in the store just buying everything. And you got the instrumentals going on. Uh, they got some public domain classic music and just threw that in there. The French peas narrate the whole show, which is just it adds to it. It's weird, but it adds to it. Uh, all in all, definitely a 10. This episode is very memorable. I have a lot of memories of watching this episode. Uh, all the episodes from the 90s, they're, they're pretty close to 10. But this is on par with Josh and the Big Wall. I think this is the first episode ever that Mike Naraki wrote. The lesson's great. The songs are great. He did a great job. Um, you don't see that reflected in Patience Takes Practice, which is maybe the first episode of the VeggieTales show that he wrote. Um, that episode just didn't work as well. But he did a great job writing this one. He did a great job writing Patience Takes Practice, too. It's just, you know, some scripts work better than others. And this is a, a crowning moment for Naraki. You know... 
the best scene aside from salesman rap and cheeseburger song has got to be when they're all rushing to get to the house and Madame Bluebird and Bob just go flying by in their shopping carts and then Larry gets in the basket and is just like scooting along in the basket to get there in time. Ups. The house, the house just goes flying ahead and smashes. The animation is really good in this one. Definitely a 10. Alright guys, so I'm probably going to premiere this Saturday evening. I'm not sure when you're actually going to be watching this. Uh, it's 9 o'clock, or sorry, 10 o'clock Saturday morning. I caught VeggieTales on TBN. I got two interviews later, and I'm, you know, said about all I need to say for this episode. So remember that God made you special and he loves you very much. Uh, tune in for the next episode of the Ultimate Unofficial VeggieTales podcast. We're getting close to episode 20. And if all plans go uh, as they're supposed to, episode 20 will be an interview with Gord Animations. See you then.